0: Hello, you are listening to the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. Hello, welcome to episode number 5 of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. Did I get that right? You did. I think it's number 5. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Al. Anton and we are back for another uh, chat of the latest news reviews Uh, what else have we got we've got rumors we've got loads to get through this week and i'm going to start off as well anton i'm going to start off by talking about twitter because we've had quite a few people getting in touch with us uh, by twitter which seems to be a um, as as easy a way as any really to be honest so first of all i'm going to give them a shout out if that's all right with you guys yeah, yeah, shout out! All right, so first of all, thank you very much to Brown Town Lad. That's at Brown Town Lad, who is uh, Bevan, because he's got his name on there, so that makes it easier. Uh, who says that he's been listening to the podcast? He he left us a nice message to say that he's enjoying it so far, and also he's been encouraging me to spend more time in Breath of the Wild because. Uh, it's a game that I haven't completed. We put up our um, our completed lists, which was big on Twitter this week, Anton. We we both did that, and my glaring omission was Breath of the Wild. Even though I've put in maybe forty hours so far, I haven't actually got anywhere near this. You know, scratching the surface. Oh, you can put so much time in it. Like I think I'm sitting at one twenty, and I'm sit- haven't even touched
1: the DLC yet. I'm like. I need a break and then uh, once I go back it's just going to
0: consume my life (laughs) well interestingly Bevan said don't rush don't rush it savor it Uh, he said he reluctantly went into the final boss battles as he felt that he should but he's almost tempted to go through it again he's actually his games at the moment he's in a love-hate relationship with Hollow Knight which he's determined to finish (laughs) Uh, and he's finished Oxenfree which is on my my list of games to finish I'm about an hour or two into it it's very very good but I just actually need to sit down and do it Uh, other mentions as well well we had uh, we asked as well what people wanted us to talk about this week, and we'll get on to what people did want us to talk about, but thanks to everyone who did message us and I was just trying to find somebody there that I know oh I can't read it his- <laughs> two pints yeah. Prick. <laughs> yes, yeah. but it's two eyes, so it's fine. So absolutely, we don't, we don't have to put anything in there. To say. Uh, so, so thank you to Two Pints, yeah, prick. I think is, it's pronounced prick. prick, which says you're just saying it, so you can say it too. That's only yeah, reason. absolutely. Uh, and he wants us to talk about a couple of things as well, which we'll come on to, and we'll mention those as we go. So let's get started with some of the things that we want to talk about as well, because there's been a lot going That's on. Pretty. And let's start off with one of the hot topics this week, which is uh, Metroid. Prime Four. Tell us, the people want to know. Tell us about what's going on, Anton.
1: Yeah, so essentially, um director of Metroid Prime 4 came out in a development update, and you know it's about that 10 of the year, so everybody's clicking on it like, oh, are we going to find out release dates, or are we going to get a trailer? Uh, and unfortunately, they've had to scrap the whole progress of the game. Roughly, estimates about three years' worth of progress on that game just down the drain. Uh, they weren't very happy about the state of the game so far. And... Um, which I think is very respectful, and they've handed off all pro, pro progress. Well, no progress. They've just started scratch with retro Studios, which they've made uh, the two previous Donkey Kong Country games and the f- first three Metroid Prime games. So it's a really unprecedented move for one for them to come out and just be like, "Yep, it wasn't wasn't a good game, so we started over," and as well just to just scratch shit like that and talk about it. Yeah, I
2: mean, I'm flabbergasted. I can't remember ever hearing of a company get this far through development, spend uh, well, I can only, amount as a, only imagine is an eye-watering amount of money on yeah. years worth of developers and development, and then go, nah, it's not good enough, out it goes, start again. Well, I'm, I'm, my hat fair is off, play. yeah,
0: Yeah, Fair play to them. I think, from, from my point of view, I think if it's going to make the game the difference between being a game that people are really disappointed with and are kind of like forgetting about after a month or something that's pretty special... Then spend another three years on it. I mean, from our point of view, I'm not saying that's necessarily the best business <laughs> point of view. I'm just saying from the consumer uh, element. Uh, do you remember the game Alan Wake on the Xbox 360? Yeah, yeah. That indeed. game spent a lot of time in development. I was a, I was so excited about Alan Wake, but I remember that getting announced years and years before. And I'm not sure if I had a similar thing, but I do remember there being issues before uh, it finally was actually released. So it's maybe one of those situations where they've just thought, you know what, we've got the time, we've got the money. Let's spend more time on this. I think it's brilliant. I think I'd
2: love more companies did that. But there's a bit, a little bit, the back of my brain that's saying, was it their decision? Because Metroid is such an important IP to Nintendo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Was was it their decision? Or did somebody suggest politely to them that they might want to have a rethink?
1: Mm. I think the other thing is, is this was the first Metroid game not being developed by, like, First, one in the main series not being developed by Retro Studios, so it's also maybe been a point of view is they just don't know how to make a Metroid game. Mm. Uh, I remember mm. them saying they were assembling a fresh team, which from the rumors seems to be they just rented hiring staff from Bad Dynamco, which they did work on Smash Bros. so they obviously have a good working relationship. But obviously, going from a 2D game to a full first person shooter in 2018 is like a big jump, especially for Nintendo staff.
0: Well, it's interesting and we'll definitely be watching as to what the final result is. The only downside for them is it does put, in my opinion, slightly more pressure on the final product because mm. now we're expecting it to be something really special, which I'm sure it'll be great. You know, I'm, I've got confidence. I think that any anybody that decides to do something so bold as to start again after so long it's going to be a good product, I'm sure of it.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm curious because you know I'm not on the uh, social media type stuff. What did the Twitter sphere say? Because I know you guys put that out there. What was the reaction? Were they pleased or
1: overall like a tone of like disappointment? Because at this, like looking back at Metroid development, um, I think they they take between two and three years to make. So we're we're looking at like 2022 at the soonest, and if they're needing to iterate on a whole new engine, two generations on from the last game, it will probably take maybe a bit longer than that uh, but yeah just a overall sense of sadness but a kind of sense of respect because I think a lot of people as well as this it means people have a lot more confidence it sounds like hearing this news, news knowing that Animal Crossing when that comes out and uh, Yoshi they're not going to put something out this complete garbage fingers crossed if they're no. willing to scrap so much progress on this game.
0: Yeah I don't think they will um, I think it's going to be good I'm hoping it isn't as long as 2022 um, just for the sake of the, the many, many people that are already excited about it. But if it takes that long and it's the best game that they've ever seen in the series, then it's worth it, you know? And um, yeah, let's see. Let's watch this space.
2: You know what the worst thing about this announcement is? Tell me. If you go back what two thing? episodes when we made our predictions, I think I said, I can put my money on the big and new Metroid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I said, um, I said an announcement of a new... Zelda by the end of the year, didn't I? You did, yeah. yeah well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, moving on to some other news. Then another world. Oh, what a game that was when it, that um, came out. Did anybody? Did anybody have the pleasure of playing this on the Mega Drive when it came out? Uh, no,
2: because I didn't own one.
0: I did. I bet you have, this. It's not the easiest game in the world. (laughs) When it came out, it was honestly like something that we'd never seen before. And it was such an amazing, visually amazing game. Tricky, control-wise, in hindsight, not actually... The easiest or maybe the most responsive that you would imagine, but it was incredible when it came out. And we were all very excited. So, th- so basically, tell us what's happened now, Anton and Dave. Yeah, so our, our our friends
1: seem to be loving porting games for us. Uh, not us, but just gamers in general. I like Run to be games. Us, but- <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe they're just listening in. Uh, yeah, so Limited Run Games are doing another port of. Uh, Another World and uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, which is fantastic because they mainly focus on PS4 stuff. Obviously, it's a lot cheaper, uh, yeah. but you've
0: got to love that that Switch goodness. Well, it's it's another one for the physical collection. And mm-hmm. If you're like me and you are like Al and you like the you like you like it <laughs> physical, then you'll like you'll like to get your hands on Another World because actually, it's a really nice art style anyway. Another World It still looks great today. Yeah, I'm, I'm googling struggling. it as you speak. As as we're starting to get more and more of these
1: Switch limited run games, what kind of stuff would you? If you had to like choose one game you want a physical copy of that there isn't already, what would you go for? Of an
0: existing game on the Switch,
1: yeah, East Oh, store title.
0: That is tricky. Um, I'm trying to think because a lot, of, like, Golf Story was the one, but there is there mm. is a physical version of that. Um, what else a would a second? To- Think, uh, yeah. And you can ponder. Uh, personally, well, I, I you tell what mine way. would be. Go
1: on the It's navies. not. It's
2: not on the Switch at all. It doesn't exist yet. But right. If you go, on, I think it's on the Xbox One, and it was the uh, Rare Collection.
0: I'd love to get that. Oh, on the, the Rare Switch. Replay. Yeah. I want. Yeah. I want a physical copy of yeah. that but on the
2: Switch. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: that's a great shout. That's <laughs> a great shout. To be fair,
2: that's, that's more just. I want that release. Yeah. I don't, what care. Saying, I don't care what that's
1: on. That I just want that release. Yeah.
0: Anton, what would? What's your one?
1: Oh, Stardew Valley. I'm. I'm like craving to give that game a go, especially now that it's got the multiplayer DLC that just came out, or it's more so an update and. Yeah, I just want a physical, and it's like such a pre art sale as well, which would be lovely
0: on the shelf. Actually, one of my ones that I was really excited about getting physical was Rocket League, because I already had it. I'd already Mm. put in hundreds of hours on the PlayStation 4 before I got my Switch. Got my Switch, had already put in loads of hours, and then they said, oh, we're going to release this physically. And even though I had the game, I still bought the physical version. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't have to put the, the cartridge in because, you know... It's there, but... Um, it makes you happy. I, I've got it. I've got Rocket League <laughs> in my hand. That's such an exciting... A, a game that I got for free on the PlayStation originally, <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's just a great game. I don't mind putting money into games where they're um, they're continually doing stuff to make it great. And also, it's a great game. So, you know, happy with that. Uh, so, Another World Limited Run, that'll be good uh, for the collections. If I had unlimited money, I would definitely... Uh, get in there quick because it is limited. Uh, switch successor not being considered right now. That's the next item on our news agenda. Hallelujah. I'm
2: happy because I <laughs> yeah. don't want a switch successor yet. That's exactly what we were saying last week, isn't it? Yeah, It's as if they were listening to this podcast and responding to it. Uh, I, think I they, don't the, think the they were.
1: Interesting way to look, think about this is, uh, is Nintendo always seem to, they don't really consider iterative consoles successors, even if they really are like the Game Boy Color. They just consider that a variant of the Game Boy yeah, it had mm. different games and software. So I'm wondering how Pacific are they going? Like, yeah. is, are, will we get like a new 3DS kind of situation where we have a Switch that has some of the games, or it's kind of curious to see how how strong they
0: are about these claims, which is uh, where it's interesting. I, I don't see there being any change in 2019. I don't Definitely. think we're going to get an announcement anytime soon about the next um, the the next the successor to the Switch. I don't see that happening at all. 2020. Probably not still, but I don't think it'll be long after that. I think I think, you know, usually three years plus into the cycle of a system, you start to hear murmurings. And what are we now two years in? Uh it it's not gonna be more much more than three years when we start hearing about the potential successor of the switch. And until then we'll get loads of rumors to discuss and to talk about. But the longer we don't get one, the better from my point of view, because as we said last week You know, we really love where the switch is right now, unless it's something as innovative as the innovative as the switch, but at at another level, which I can't in my head imagine what that is at the moment. um, I don't think we need it.
2: No, I completely agree. I'm I'm really happy about this news. It is um, exactly what I was hoping they would say and do. But Anton's point of they might bring out some sort of iterative thing is still niggling at me. I'd rather
0: I I saw a post today online. Somebody posted to say that what they really want is a Switch that you can't play portably. <laughs> so just a console. And I was like, but but it is that. You just don't just take don't it, don't out. it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a Pro Controller and sell your
0: Joy-Cons, You're set. <laughs> exactly. Finish, like, a PS4. Makes absolutely no sense. But anyway, I guess... It takes different people to like, you know, everything, and, and Nintendo have done a good job of appealing to most people. Yeah. Now, we're going to move on to the Indie Showcase, because we had one this week, which caught me a little bit by surprise. I, I don't know, maybe they had announced it, but I didn't see it until pretty much on the day. Was that the case? Yeah, I think they announced it like 12
1: hours before, before beforehand, <laughs> uh, as they quite often do <laughs> these days with the Directs. Uh, yeah. I think it was just uh, some January filler as we're not getting a direct. Um, what, what did you guys think of games we got?
0: Well, first of all, Goat Simulator. Um, <laughs> Always a winner. Delighted that that's there. <laughs> delighted with all the fact that you're getting all the different um, versions of it as well and all the, the ones over the years, the full pack. What I'm not delighted with is the price point. That is a ridiculous price point for Goat Simulator. <laughs> was it like £26 or something like that? Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen it price yet. Yeah, the price is expensive. And do you know what? It, when that when that's on sale for a tenner, I'll consider it if I'm feeling like oh I quite fancy it. because it's it's fun but it is a gimmicky kind of game and it looks good. It, I must say it, it does, does look yeah really it looks good. really good and on the switch it looks really good I think you know from what I've seen so far so glad we've got it a bit of a shame it's a little bit too pricey. Um, to be honest, my overall feeling from this one was there was nothing that grabbed me and said. I really want to get that. The only other one that I thought was interesting, because I loved SteamWorld Dig, uh, was SteamWorld Quest, which is a turn-based battle game, sort of an RPG in the SteamWorld style. And I I believe the reason this happened is because they were tweeting about, what kind of game would you like us to make next in the SteamWorld uh, universe? And the most votes were for uh, a turn-based RPG. So they thought, okay, we'll go and do that, which I think is quite cool. That's cool. I Mm -hmm. like
1: that. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I think one of the big games, which it doesn't like appear to be much, is Forager. So I know that game's like sitting quite high on the Steam like rankings. Every couple of weeks, like you see it kind of getting reshown. Uh, so that game, yeah, being like so it's like a dungeon simple, crawler, right? Yeah. Uh, So I think there's more meat to the bones of that one, but I don't know too much about it. Uh, So that might be one
0: for researching later. (laughs) I think this is the thing. There's a lot of games in there that I didn't know an awful lot about, and there wasn't a lot to, you know, a lot of the time with indies, unless they've got a really unique graphic style, you've got that 8-bit, 16-bit kind of look for a lot of them. Um, Sometimes it's more modern, but they've always got that indie kind of look to them, unless it's something really unique. And I think that's why there's nothing that's gone, that I've gone, wow, that looks you know something that I definitely will buy day 1 um
2: yeah it's very hard for indies to differentiate themselves visually and it's very hard for indies really to stand out because there's so many of them you know, when you get up to your AAA titles there's not the pool isn't that big, so it's quite easy to make a name for yourself. If you're one fish and a billion fish, because there seems like there's a billion indie games out there, yeah. it's very, very difficult to stand o- On the list, out.
0: The, the game Ski Lifts Go Wrong, which, <laughs> which is out now, actually. You can actually get it. Um, that looked like quite quite good fun for me. It remind, reminded me a bit of um, this... What's the game that was... We talked about it last week, but you build trains with it instead. Um Hmm. Uh, the game that was a co-op game that was in my list of the quiz last week what was that again uh, oh to, I, it's a classic you build trains but no, no you don't build trains in the actual game it's a si- uh, simulation game now on the Switch But they combined it with something else um, oh for goodness sake Oh, I have no um, idea. With the computer, with the computer telling you what to do, and oh, Portal Bridge Constructor. Portal. Oh, bridge right. constructor. Gee, Not train. Train. Come on. Bridge constructor, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what I was trying, to, what was I trying to say? I don't remember. Ah, yes. Uh, what I was trying to say was, it, when ski lifts go wrong, reminded me a bit of the mechanics of Portal Bridge Constructor because mm. you've got to build to your ski lift to try and avoid It's a it physics wrong. game There we go Thank you Yeah that's what I was trying to say um, Do you know what game if I could take any game from like Steam and, and all of those or from it's actually on iOS as well if I could put it on the Switch would be Papers Please Have either of you played Papers Please? No not, No It's uh, based in 1984 Soviet Russia in a dystopian. Oh, yeah, I remember world. seeing that. Actually, I've, I, think, I looked at the trailer and thought that looks kind of fun, but never well, did anything with it. You basically play a guard uh, that has to decide whether to let somebody in. It's a completely different reality, so it's nothing mm-hmm. like. Well, it is. It is like, but it's not really like. You know, it's uh, it's a comment on modern society, I guess. And um, but it's really good and it's really engaging um, and quite simple. It would make a perfect. I would have a perfect home in the Switch. Uh, there was rumours of it, but I haven't seen it. Maybe I've got that wrong. Maybe it's out there, but I have not seen that. So Papers, Please would be the one for me. Cool.
2: Uh, I'm going to go back to what uh, you guys were asking me earlier on about physical release. Oh, yeah. I want worms. Oh, I think there is.
0: Yeah. Is, that, th- is it physical? I think there's a limited run or there's another company make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's in the e-store. Yeah. Oh Yeah, for sure. But I think one of the companies made... A physical version that you could buy on a li- not if it wasn't limited run it was one of the other ones because there's, there's two companies do physicals. Do you know what? Have a look and see if you can check that out. We'll move on. Let I, us will, know. I will Google it. And I will butt know. in in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving away. on then. Tell us a bit about this Smash and Splatoon tournaments that are being held. Anton, yeah. great that they're still doing Splatoon two tournaments, by the way. Oh, I'm. I'm the Splatoon ones are
1: where I'm really interested. Yeah. So at PAX East, uh, the big gaming convention where you get to meet up and chat and buy stuff and wait in queues, as many people love to do. Uh, we've got tournaments for both Smash and uh, uh, Splatoon Two World tournaments. Uh, so if you're up for some competitive gaming, uh, that's going to be very exciting. Uh, personally, me, I'm not really into a lot of esportsy games. So to have something like Splatoon kind of getting yeah. seen, it's like a nice entry point. Um, Absolutely. Which I'm thinking about actually watching that because I I do
0: love a good bit of Splatoon 2. I like Rocket League esports. I mean, the commentary is fantastic. Get it's it. so over the top. It's like watching, you know, like the. It's like watching the wrestling. They get so excited. It's brilliant. I love it.
2: I am so the stereotypical old person on this podcast, aren't I? <laughs> I don't do
0: social media. I don't understand esports. I'm just a grumpy old man. When did this happen? Esports is just. You must have watched Games Master back in the early 90s. Yeah, but watching other people play games sucks. I want to play games oh, myself. I love that. That's that was the point. my favourite bit of the week. Anyway, it doesn't matter because you find out some good news about worms. I I Which right
2: Oh, my gosh, you were right. I'm so excited. Back in September, uh, physical, a physical a very limited run physical um game of Worms uh, WMD was uh, published by
0: Super Rare Games.
2: Yes, Super Rare I'm Games. I'm going to go and find this now. Yeah. So
0: Super Rare Games are the other ones there's limited run and their Super Rare Games. I bought Saturday Morning RPG which I think was limited run. Um but they um they do this a similar thing to uh, limited run. So oh, there I've we never are. heard of them personally. Need to check so, them out. Na- Now you know. Right, let's move on to our final news item this week, and this is the IP eye tracking, Alistair. what's uh, This is basically, is it Nintendo registered the IP for eye tracking? Is that what this is?
2: Yeah, they've they've, uh, registered another patent in the States. So Nintendo and every other company in the world regularly register patents, so they don't really mean anything. But uh, in the middle of January, a patent was lodged by Nintendo for an eye tracking software which hints at... uh, uh, a sort of 3D element to the Switch. Is it the eye toy? <laughs> it is. Well, hopefully not the eye toy. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, no, it's it's a sensor sits on your TV or on your Switch, wherever it is, and the graphic they put in with the uh, patent shows somebody wearing a pair of glasses with a dot. Oh. Yeah, it's a dot. A dot sits in your eyes. It's unintrusive, and this camera supposedly tracks you and optimises the 3D viewing of whatever's on the 2D screen to make it look as 3D as possible. So rather than, you know, have relying on a 3D TV, it's just taking normal 3D graphics, but making them track you so they always look enhanced. The interesting thing is, it's not new. Nintendo launched the same patent back in 2014. Really? But that would have been pre-Switch, so they may have had Mm. uh, the Wii U in mind when they did the first one, and they're maybe still thinking about it for the Switch. Who
1: knows? Mm. I'm wondering if that was maybe to do with the the new 3DS, because that had some form of eye tracking where it would fine-tune it, so if you moved the 3D... It, it did. It, it was
2: scanning your face. So it wasn't looking specifically at your eyes. It wasn't tracking eyes. It was just looking where is your face relative to the screen and it would adjust accordingly.
0: Okay. Well, it would make sense for there to be a Switch version of that type of technology given that they were looking at it for the 3DS. I mean, that would make sense because it could be expanded for use, docked or portable well, as well. Well, it does and it doesn't. It makes sense in 3DS
2: because it's tracking one face. Hmm. Can you imagine playing Mario Party with four faces? What does it do? Or uh, you just wouldn't use it in four-player, I'm guessing. Or maybe they would. Maybe, maybe it's a very know. clever technology. I don't know. Wow. We can all sit there with glasses with little dots on our faces.
0: Well, it's, oh. um, it, it is news. Uh, we'll be interested to see if anything does come of it, Anton. I'm, I'm having an idea here. Uh-oh. Join Uh-oh. me
1: on the Fury train. Uh, did you just ever hear of the PlayStation 3D TV? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, I remember yes. that. I'm wondering if they could... like, Nintendo, they love their co-op games. I wonder if they would ever try attempting something where, for 3D, they just split the two layers... And then have it so player one has their own screen and player two has their own screen.
0: Ah, that seems
1: like a more Nintendoy
0: idea. Uh, That's cool. It is. It is. They like to be out there. Well, let's hope that that's what they're doing because that sounds cool. No, I'm not normally one for gossip, but right. Let's move on to some rumours then, and we are starting with a big one because this really just kind of grew arms and legs today. Actually, Uh, it's Assassin's Creed Three. Now. It's quite hard to keep up to date with the Assassin's Creed timeline, but this is one, uh, I believe this is the version of it which comes with all the kind of DLC and stuff that was released later on for the PlayStation 4, but I think Assassin's Creed 3 was originally Xbox 360, PS3, and this is the kind of the remastered kind of version. Is that right? Yeah, the um, Assassin's Creed 3 was the last version of the game, uh,
1: last main version of the game on last generation, so it came on PS3, 360 and Wii U. Yes. So that was the Civil War one, was it? Yes, indeed. And it yeah. yeah. also includes Assassin's Creed Liberation, which is a PSV Vita game uh, redone in HD, which they've ported that digitally to the PS4 and Xbox 360, uh, Xbox ah, One, sorry. Ah,
0: that's where the Liberations comes in, got mm-hmm.
1: you. Uh, the thing that's most interesting about this game, and really, I think the thing that cements it as a realistic rumour... Is they've currently ported Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 and the two spin offs um, from the 360 and PS3 era to uh, the current generation of Xbox One and PS4. Uh, so yeah. I think this p- title seems really plausible just for that reason. Also, Wii U title, Ubisoft's got great ties uh, with Nintendo the else. So I think this one's a really plausible rumor. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. I think There's artwork as well. I think that was the other thing today which mm-hmm. really swung it was that they've, they've, um, I think it's a Czech website. And, and this happens a lot with some of the Czech gaming sites where they uh, have, for whatever reason, they'll list something that's wrong. So <laughs> a lot of people were kind of speculating about whether this was the right listing or whether this was a made up one. But then when they published the artwork as well, people have kind of gone, hang on a minute. This could make sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't lie, I think this, like, it's at first like, when I heard this rumour, I was like, that's a bit odd, why Why would they do that? Like, it's not one of the main games in the franchise, but the fact that it's the only one of the franchise that hasn't been put onto the two other main consoles really, as you say, gives it arms and legs.
0: Um, and the fact it was on the Wii U, I think, as well, yeah. you know, and the fact that Liberations was a Vita game, it all kind of seems to... To make sense, I think. And also, the other interesting thing about Assassin's Creed is that if you're in Japan right now, you can play the new Assassin's Creed on your Switch because they have the infrastructure there to stream... Uh, brand new games on the Switch so they can stream the brand new Assassin's Creed with their infrastructure without any problem as long as you're at home and you've got a A a, decent decent internet connection we can't do that here we can't do that in America we don't have that option I'm not 100% sold on whether I'd want my Switch to go down that route anyway because it takes the portability issue out if you want to go anywhere it's a cool feature though Um, but that's the only way we're getting Assassin's Creed right now so I would love this to be true. Yeah, I
2: absolutely welcome this. It would actually give me a chance to finally play it, because the last Assassin's Creed I played was Black Flag, which I absolutely mm-hmm. loved. We, I, I that game was weirdly divisive. Half, mm-hmm. Most of the people I know didn't like it, whereas it's the mm-hmm. only one I've really enjoyed, because mm-hmm. it got to be a pirate and sail around, mm-hmm.
0: and it was cool. Well, you get to go on a boat in this one. You I get, get
1: to go on a boat! Yeah, there's am yeah, a, a predecessor to that concept. Like This was uh, yeah. the test one. It's only a small portion of the game, and it's you know, just to move locations, but uh, apparently a little... it was the testing ground because they didn't know how well it would go over uh, turns out
0: not very well but hey. <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself loved <laughs> he loved it, it's fine <laughs> this is a device, it what you said exactly uh, let's hope that's true, that's a big rumour today the other rumour that um, a couple of people had mentioned on Twitter and, and someone asked us about this as well, or maybe just double check what, who that was, While well, you talk about this Anton, yeah, it's Witcher so 3 it looks
1: like we're getting the Witcher 3 on Switch, rumour uh, CD Projekt Red, um, I think this would be pretty cool. It's a fairly well-optimized game, so it's not too impossible to believe, but it is really graphically intensive, yet being optimized. Um, Obviously, they've got the um, CD CD Projekt Red also have Cyberpunk 2047 coming out this year, so whether or not they could muscle out another second release this year, it's a little bit hard to say, um, Mm. but I I have a feeling it would be that the company has been doing all the ports now just with the kind of art style and the kind of graphical intensiveness it seems in their region what's well, the company that does all the switch ports
0: to now uh, it's oh for goodness sake that's va- no, not uh, what is what are they called valve they, or something like that or something they do anyway they're
1: the people that pur- ported them um, warf the warframe and doom it seems kind of similar level that's intensive the one, yeah. to their other projects Um but yeah I'm really excited about this rumor have any of you have any, like, history with the Watcher franchise?
0: Um, I bought it. I actually bought it on the PlayStation 4, and um, I had it sitting for, I think, two years <laughs> ready <laughs> to play. And I'd love to play it. I, I love the concept, love it just never got around to it. So I would, for one... Definitely be uh, an early buyer of it if it came to the switch.
2: Yeah, it's been on my two playlists for ages. I've never actually owned it. I have had several friends who have offered to lend it to me, and my stock response has always been, "Yeah, when I'm just finished this game, insert game here," uh, and I've never quite got around to it. But what intrigues me about this is, I'm right really thinking The Witcher is a huge game, isn't it? Indeed, a huge like, game, bigger than right? Skyrim. Yeah, like.
0: cause as far as I know, it's huge. Yeah, to my
2: yeah, to my knowledge, the cart. For the Switch isn't that big. Mm. When I've looked it up on the internet, I think it's suggesting the carts are 32 gig. I don't know if that's right. It doesn't sound right. It sounds too small. But I'm fascinated to see how they squeeze such a big game
0: onto the cart. Well, it's Panic Button. Um, that's the company. Ah, that panic we were trying button, to remember. And rings the bell. I was thinking um, Big red they, They've already done. Yeah, you're close. You're you close. No, I wasn't Valve. I don't know where Valve came from. That's um, I know it wasn't Valve, but I thought it was maybe Valve something. But it's Panic Button. Um, anyway, so Panic Button did pretty much manage to perform miracles with um, Skyrim and Doom and Wolfenstein. They've done an amazing and Warframe, particularly Warframe, uh, albeit that's got an online element, a big online element to it. So I think that this could. I think this could be really interesting. I think if they do it. Um, it'll be incredible. I think Witcher 3, handheld, portable, take it with you, play a bit more. Oh, great. Keys.
2: We can we can finally both actually play the game. I yeah, know, exactly. And uh, I actually did discover, thanks to an incredibly reliable internet source, won't name it, um, 64 gig cartridges were planned to be introduced to in the second half of 18, but were delayed by Nintendo, so that might be the answer. 64 gig in comparison to a Blu-ray, though, is still pretty small. Yeah
1: I, have, mm-hmm. I only 50 gigs So
0: I think we would be okay um... Is that not a
2: single layer? I thought a double layer Were bigger than that oh,
0: maybe I anymore. think they're up to 100 and something gig aren't they? Mm. You're okay. getting far too technical For me now guys I'm lost I'm lost
2: <laughs> uh, I'm sure it, it, the, the internet will correct me
0: Alright Final <laughs> rumour for this week This is another really exciting one Another game that I've never played, but would play had it been uh, on the Switch. And that's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's coming to... Well, it's probably coming
2: to the (laughs) Switch. Uh, It's coming out later in the year. I think it's September on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. uh, And the developers have said it's not coming to the Switch at launch... We'll probably put it on the Switch. Or words to that effect. I'm paraphrasing, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably get it on the Switch. We'll just have to wait a little bit longer than uh, everybody else for it. Hopefully, it's worth it. I've, uh, I started playing the first one years and years and years ago, donkeys ago. I got sent a review copy of the very first Kingdom Hearts. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Didn't really get it. They don't come with manuals. And this is back in days when you had boxes and manuals and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, but they've progressed so far in the last however many years—twenty years, 20 years <laughs> fifteen years—I don't know how long i have been making, but it's a long time. And now they look cool. Not just visually, but they look like really good games.
1: Anton, have you ever played them? Um, I have not. No, I own them. Uh, I've had both of them sitting there on the shelf and I've just been meaning to get round to them. Classic uh, Anton. Yeah, Oh, too many games, not enough time.
0: Uh, it's alright, I can't see anything. I, I can't even comment.
1: Uh, I won't lie though, it's like I, f- I find the fact there's so much lore with this franchise a little bit daunting because there's like mm. 10 different games, like uh, I think the favorite and they've got ridiculous titles like some of them are like i think they've got 2.8 epic prologue or something and then mm-hmm. 0.2 birth by sleep fragmented passage and uh, i don't even know where to re- begin
0: well i think i'm uh. hoping that if they bring it to the switch that um they think about that because there is going to be a lot of people uh, there's the potential to introduce this to a whole new audience which would connect with it given the content given the the type of people uh, to the, the characters that are involved you know it, it really could open it up to a lot of new people playing it for the first time, so hopefully they think about that when it comes to the um yeah it's the, it's the first time it. it's been on any of this generation console so
2: yeah they,
0: they i'm pretty sure they 'll be
2: starting fresh, or uh, at least making it very open to a whole load of new gamers
0: yeah absolutely yeah um anton we're going to quickly talk about celeste now we're not going to talk in huge detail because we are moving on with time but we're going to do a wee review of celeste because you've been playing it a lot yeah so uh recommendation of
1: the day or the week or when how often you're you're binging these episodes uh celeste is a 2d platformer a very 8-bit style, very aesthetic. It has lovely music. Um, for a platformer, it has a very nuanced story about depression and anxiety, and it's kind of visually portrayed in the gameplay. Uh, the characters are lovely. It's The reason I ended up playing it was surprisingly due to the fact I found out um, it won award for having the most balanced difficulty of the year, which is a bizarre award to achieve, but mm. a good one nonetheless. Um, so it starts off very easy, and then by the end of it, you end up being able to do stuff you never thought was even possible. <laughs> uh, the game's got a, a good bit of meat on its bones. It has a feature called B-Side, so in every level you can find a tape. Uh, there's about seven levels total. They're decently long. Uh, and you find the tape and that unlock a harder version of the level. Um, and kind of, the levels are kind of set up like almost single screen, slightly bigger than a single screen. Um, and you go through and it'll be on the harder side. But the thing is, it's just like a single screen. So you kind of, you respawn instantaneously. You have unlimited life So you have kind of trail through to kind of get it done. It um, isn't impossibly hard. I bet the first one... Uh, the first sell, like the first round of levels, like before I went on to do the harder B sides of all the levels, um, and, ab- and about ten hours. Uh, but yeah, really recommend it. And you've also talked about limited run games. We've got a limited run games one. I think the cutoff point for ordering one is February first. Uh, so oh, if you I really want to that, give it a actually. go and want the premium version, that's uh, one of the ways to go.
0: Great. All right. Well, you've sold it to me. I might even try and be quick and get in on that run if I can. But I mean, I might be. I might be cutting it a bit fine now. But certainly, I know Celeste gets great reviews. You've just given it another thumbs up from my point of view. Um, and I think with that, let's move on to the quiz. I have so many questions. All right, then. So here we go. Then it's quiz number four. No, it's not. It's quiz number five. Currently, it's Anton three, Alistair one. <laughs> oh man, this is embarrassing. Uh...
2: <laughs> but 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 the first week I kicked backside, uh, and the second week I think I gave Anthony a lot of help.
0: You I'm did scrambling for anything
2: up. here. You set <laughs> him up.
0: Okay, so very very briefly, the way we play: I have three games from the Gaming Vault of History. They have a. Connection to the Switch, whether that's very, very tenuous or not, and uh, you have to guess which game I'm talking about. I'll give you a clue, and then the first person of the two of you to tell me the name wins that point. It's the best of three. You get one guess for each clue that I give you. Okay, well, let's get started. If you're both ready, I will start with game number one. Ready. (laughs) Do it. This game was originally released in 1987, developed by Technos Japan and distributed by Taito in the UK and US. Uh, Was it, what was it called? Uh, Punch-Out. No. Anton, Uh, any uh, advance on Punch-Out? Oh, not too sure. All right, let's move on then. Uh, Originally an arcade game, but home versions were also released for the NES, the Master System, the Atari, the Amiga, the Amstrad, the Spectrum, the C64, the Game Boy, the Mega Drive and the Atari Lynx. Oh, wow. I'm just going to go through every Tecmo game I think of. Tecmo World Wrestling. Nope. Darn Anton. It. Oh, uh... <laughs> Te- Tekken. Oh, I'm just thrown out of bounds. <laughs> All right, we are going to give you this next one. I think might might give somebody the point. You play as Billy and or twin brother Jimmy Lee. Uh... <laughs> Can I also say this was one of my
2: favourite Spectrum games? No idea. It'll be something like Streets of Rage, which probably wasn't even techno, but who cares?
0: All right, we're going to move on. Spawned a 1988 sequel and a 1993 game, several other versions, and a neon version was released in 2012. There is a fourth installment on the Switch, which can I hasten to add is not very good. No, I'm I have it
1: blank. What games have four a rump. Of four well I, I'll left. give
0: you one free play one free go or you can ask me a question about the game each so anton what what's your question about the game oh um what genre is it okay uh right guys you can both jump in as soon as you know the G- genre is uh streets of rage like beat em up beat uh,
2: well, uh, Battle Double Toads Dragon?
0: that wasn't them was Double it? Dragon oh! well done oh. Anton you got there in the end Thank one funnily yeah. enough there was a Battle Toads versus Double Dragon was it's, there yeah that oh. game that game was well, awful but fun but Double Dragon <laughs> uh, was my favourite game back in the 8-bit generation absolutely loved it and I remember playing it at the arcade regularly really good but the new version there's a I think there's a re-release of the original one now on the Switch but Double Dragon 4 which is in the original style it's not terrible it's just not very good in my opinion that's my opinion. All right, next game then. This game was originally released in 1991 on the Sega Mega Drive. Oh, uh so- Sonic 2. It centers on two aliens who have crash-landed on Earth.
1: A- Alien
2: Storm? I wish I had a Mega Drive.
0: They're aliens that rap. Turbo uh-huh. arrow Oh, he's got it again! Uh, it's two 0 to Anton. I've heard the name Toe Jam and Earl. Okay, so sequels were released, and the most recent one is available on the, su- the Switch. It just came. I think is it is it just out this last week or so? I think, or it's on the way out very soon. They've they've done a new Toe, ja, ja, Toe Jam and Earl uh, in Funkatron or whatever it was was the original title. Um, it was developed. The new one was developed for funding from Kickstarter, so it was a Kickstarter project oh, that's which got cool. off the ground. So it's really. Uh, really quite interesting alright then final game come on Alistair this game was originally released on the N64 oh right my territory in uh, 1998 Wave Race it was oh. originally conceived in as, a, as an adventure game named Dream for the SNES Dream oh Hmm.
1: Banjo-Kazooie
0: not
2: Banjo-Kazooie It can be banjo kazooie. It's
0: banjo kazooie. It is. I kind of. I don't know who I give the point to. I only heard you say banjo there, Anton. Did it cut off or did you say banjo kazooie? Um, Yeah, I'm. I'm technical difficulties. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna half a point give each. Give half a point each, so we'll make it. Uh, it still doesn't. At least alter that way, I don't come. Yeah, but at least I don't have zero points. <laughs> Final clues for there were sold no, nearly two million copies in the US. Was remastered for the Xbox 360 as part of the Rare Replay compilation. Sequel released in 2000. We'd love that to be on um, the. Uh, we'd love that to be on the Switch. I just want all game. rare games on the Switch. Actually, you mm. know what? Of all the rare games,
2: I, I know I love Goldmine, all these various ones, but you know what? Yeah. The best one was Blast mm. Core. Blast Core was amazing. Do you ever play that?
0: Viva Piñata I thought you were going to say
2: uh, It was right up there but no blast core. Mm. You're basically sliding various vehicles around destroying everything in the way of a nuclear missile
0: I prefer Piñata Island That's my <laughs> favourite Anyway Alright then So I think that pretty much wraps up we, we, We've got loads more we could talk about and we could probably talk all night because uh, it is a busy week but we're going to leave it there uh, In the meantime please remember we are on Twitter It's Nintendo Switch UK podcast on Twitter I think it's NSUKP Is that right, Anton? Uh, yes, NSUKP <laughs> Okay so you can get us on Twitter. Uh, you can uh, also get us on uh, email as well. What's the email address? That awesome. is uh, podcast at uh, nsukp.co.uk. Which is also the website, incidentally. That's nsukp.co.uk. Uh, we will be back next week. We hope you've enjoyed today uh, today's episode. We will be back to chat more, switch more reviews and to listen to Anton win another round of the quiz next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Cheerio. Urrah.